Welcome back to another episode of the Into the Night Minute. Each week, Movies by Minute hosts examine the 1985 John Landis-directed comedy Into the Night, one minute of screen time per episode. My name is Robin. I'm Leonard. And we're from Fright Night Minute. And this is Minute 57 of Into the Night. It begins with a good night and ends with a knock. So, yeah, this is definitely the podcast artwork right here where uh, Diana is uh, kissing Ed's hand before letting it go and to walk into the hotel. And we got Jimmy the doorman here jumping right up at attention. He's very much uh, your classic doorman opening the door, tipping the hat as she walks in. So we're parked at Century Towers. It is right down the street, actually, from Fox Plaza, which was the Nakatomi Plaza wow. in Die Hard. <laughs> Another great LA in the in the middle of the night movie, uh, but mostly taking place inside. Uh, the Century Towers were both designed by I M Pei, uh, who was a famous Chinese architect. But he's great. I just wanted to celebrate him. He uh, designed the Bank of China Tower in Hong Kong. You can look up these pictures on the internet, folks. Uh, they're really memorable-looking buildings. Uh, the John F. Kennedy Library in Boston. Um, if you're a person that goes to New York Comic Con, he designed the Jacob Javits Center uh, in New York City. And most famously, he designed the – I mean maybe most famously to us as uh, dumb Americans. Um, uh, he designed the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh. And – I think his most famous known worldwide would have to be the glass pyramid in, outside of the Louvre. Uh, people who love the Louvre, um, you know, either love <laughs> that glass pyramid or are annoyed by it, you right. know, having such a modern looking uh, sculpture out front right. or building, or whatever. So uh, the Century Tower is built in 1964. It's got 28 stories. Um, Actually, it's got 27 stories because there's no 13th floor. That's common. Yeah. I know. Isn't that crazy? It is crazy. That superstition uh, stays. But really, it, there's a 13th floor. There's a 13th <laughs> floor. You're just not naming it 13. Yeah. And so uh, do you know Do you know why that is? I, I, had, to, I had to look that up because I didn't – I knew of that no, like I don't superstition. Know. I, I mean just the superstition is what – but I don't know why it stuck. Well, why is the number 13 unlucky? It's uh, it's due to um, Judas being called the 13th of Jesus's 12 disciples. Ah, yes. And he's the one that betrayed Jesus. Of course. So all the time, 13 is is now – it's now commonplace. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's made it into the mainstream that 13 is unlucky sure. and uh, especially in b- building design. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so the Century Towers were at first built – for luxury rental apartments, but now they're sold as condos, and they are pretty expensive condos. They are <laughs> huge, um, as we're going to probably see later in this week. But uh, famous people who live there, Michael Douglas, Catherine Zeta-Jones, um, Burt Lancaster, Jack Benny, Diana Ross, Karen Carpenter, um, David Jansen, who played the the fugitive back in the, um, I think it was the 60s sure. series. Yep. Yeah, he lived there with his wife, Danny, and his wife, I believe, still lives there, and she throws, like, exclusive Oscar parties there. Uh, uh, <clears throat> wait a minute. You're you're telling me that his wife is still alive? I thought she was killed by a one-armed man. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
but yeah, I guess she throws like the most exclusive Oscar party there. Uh, apparently, this is the party where Harrison Ford noticed Calista Flockhart. Oh. <laughs> um, so, it, you know, uh, and, and a lot of other uh, – but I could never find any pictures of the inside of her – any of her Oscar parties. It's so exclusive. Right. It's probably they're like keep these pictures off of social media or, you know, my internet searching is terrible. <laughs> but um, – <laughs> So, so that's about the that's that's pretty much about the building. Um, so, so we have uh, Jimmy the doorman. Um, then walks to the car and opens the door for Ed. Uh, Ed steps out. I just love the sigh that he lets out. Just like, well, yeah, back, back to, to normal life. Back to mm-hmm. my life. The adventure's over. Um, so he closes the car door and he looks at Ed. And uh, Ed says, "You think I can get a cab at this hour?" And Jimmy opens his mouth and it cuts to the next scene. <laughs> So, so poor, poor. This is Art Evans, uh, and this is, uh, as you probably been waiting for me to say, Fright Night Connection number three. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Art Evans uh, played. Uh, do you remember? Yeah, he's the policeman, right? Detective Lennox. This was a busy year for Art. Uh, he was in Into the Night. He was also in Fright Night. Maybe they were like, oh, he's a right. he's a night movie person. Just put him in. We did that with old Heidi. We'll put Art in there too. Um, right. But uh, he was also in Tough Turf, a uh, James Spader movie, uh, as a security guard this year. And he was also in uh, a TV movie called Seduced as cop number one. And in another TV movie this year called Handsome Harry's, uh, playing a character named Speedy Sims. <laughs> so uh, good old art, man. I, I love art. Earlier uh, in his career, he played an auto worker found dead on an assembly line. Do you remember what movie that is? I do. Of course I do. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, Christine. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, you're not going to get the answer out of me by playing that trick, man. <laughs> do you remember you're why? Mr. Stephen King over here. I know. <laughs> do you remember why? Do, do I remember why he was in that movie? Well, he needed a paycheck, Robin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, why that? Why his character is found dead? I don't remember. No, he happened to flick cigar ash on Christine's upholstery. Uh, upholstery. Uh-huh. Upholstery is probably a different thing, but upholstery is. <laughs> Christine had chicken. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's some sort of chicken disease. Um, but I, I would say in popular culture and probably. Uh, probably me as well. Uh, he's he's best known as the air traffic control employee Leslie Barnes, uh, helping out uh, John McClane in Die Hard Two. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, it's cool to see him here, and it looks like Jimmy is wearing a badge that says two. I don't know why, <laughs> but it's like right on his jacket. It just says two. Maybe it's a shift. He's working. Maybe it's the second shift. <laughs> but why do you have to advertise that to people? Like, hey, I'm a second know. shift. <laughs> Yeah. Um, also, it could mean that he's working the second floor or something because, like, like the 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 floor that uh, the entrance is on is actually the second floor of this building because uh, we see uh, Diana step out of an elevator and it just has an M on the side right. of the elevator and I was like, what the heck is M? And I looked it up and it's uh, mezzanine, mm-hmm. which usually means second floor, right? So I don't know. I don't know what that means. I don't even. Again, I I still. I wish there was more information out there about this movie, but it was kind of a flop, I guess. Um, so not many people talk about it. But I'd love to know if like the inside hotel sets are are sets, or if they're actually you know hotel rooms, yeah, or condo rooms. 
Maybe the number two on his jacket means that he's the number two in charge. You know, maybe there's a maybe doormen have a. I don't know. I'm just going out on a limb here, but maybe doormen have sort of ranking. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I'm I'm surprised the first thing out of Ed's mouth wasn't who does number two work for. <laughs> Didn't say that at all. Um, but <laughs> so yeah, we, so we see Diana walk out into this uh, mezzanine floor, and that's the rest we see of her for the week, I believe, unless we see her at the very end of uh, uh, Friday's minute. But we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so poor Art had his lines cut. And then after we see Diana waiting at the door there, um, we cut back to the outside. And it looks like uh, Art, as uh, a.k.a. Jimmy the Doorman, uh, was saying something to Ed. And then Ed responds with, I hope she'll be okay. And then he says something yeah. wrong. And he says he forgot to give her something. Right. What do you even think? Did she? Did he have anything to give to her in the first place? Yeah. And what doorman is going to be like, hey, I recognize her, but I don't really know you. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Come on in. Come on. Go on in. Yeah. Sure, I'll open the door for you. Yeah. Well, uh, oh, hold on. Let me get the door. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that he forgot to give her anything as far as I can remember. And, in the, in the, you know, uh, as far as the rest of You know, of the I could use $30. <laughs> yeah, I could use that. He needs it for a cab. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, but so he gets led into the building. And my question to you and to everyone who's watched this film is this. Did I miss something in previous conversations? Or how the hell does he know what floor and what what, what room to go to? <laughs> that's another thing. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, I mean, I, I, mean, I don't see anybody in the lobby, of the, like a reception person or anything like that. So he, I mean, he knows, he knows she's going to uh, Mr. Marathi's room. Right, there could be, I suppose, like when you go to a hospital and the and the, the doctor's offices are listed, you know, what, what floor they're on. There, I suppose mm-hmm. there could be mailboxes with what floors or something that he could have glanced at. And if there was, they, you know, it's cut out of the film. Because what it looks like is Jeff Goldblum goes inside, he's let inside, and the next scene is him getting off on the same floor and going to the right yeah. floor. Uh, and also, yeah, exactly. He's, he, he just, like, looks back and forth and then walks to the exact door that she knocked at. <laughs> Uh, how about that wood paneling, huh? Oh man, that is that's some good stuff right there. Yeah, that's the house I grew up in had that had that same stuff throughout. And I swore, yeah. I moved out at 15 years old, and I swore I would never live in another place that had that again. I hate <laughs> <it> so much. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was my my eyes were pulled to the gold pitcher just sitting there. I don't know if that's just there for decoration or right. if they're like, here, take this water that's sitting randomly here. Have a drink from the pitcher. There's no glasses around. Did maybe a maid walk by and be like, "Oh, come back for it," you know? <laughs> That's yeah, art, yeah. Robin. That's art. <laughs> it could be art, yeah. And a nice, uh, nice mirror shot as well. We see uh, Diana in both the mirror on the wall above the pitcher, as well as uh, in front of the door. Um. Yeah, yeah. Why does he know where she is? I'm. Assu- I am actually uh, now assuming that that's part of the conversation that he had with uh, Jimmy the doorman that got cut. Uh, fair enough. Yeah. And he's he's like uh, he's like you know, where do you think she's going? And he's like, oh, he she's going to Mister Marathi's room. It's on the mezzanine floor. Right. And actually, if you walk out of the elevator, um, just turn to the left and you can go to the door. And he's like, well, I think I forgot to give her something. He's like, oh, well, you can leave it with me. 
think you might have nailed it. Man. I think you figured out. Jimmy is so terrible that he's just like, I'll tell you exactly where my rich one of the rich clients that works here or, or lives here, uh, it, where, where they live. Yeah. But this has been a mystery in this movie since 1985, and you just cracked oh, it. It's, it's it's due to that dialogue that was cut. I'll see you on the Blu-ray special features. Obviously, they're going to have have a talk with me, maybe on the the feature length commentary. Like well, so John say. John Landis just texted me and he said he'll get back to me about that. Eh? <laughs> oh, okay, good, good, good. All right. Well, I think that's all we have uh, for this minute. You got anything else? No. All right. Well, everybody, thanks for listening. Uh, again, at the moment, our podcast is still being produced, but we're in the middle of recording the minutes for our for the 1985 uh, horror classic Fright Nights. So, uh, you can stay tuned on Twitter at Fright Night Men for any updates on our podcast that's coming on probably a little later, uh, 2019. You can find the Into the Night podcast on iTunes and Google Play or at the main site, nightminute.com. Join in on the community at The King Lives Listener's Limo on Facebook and on Twitter at Night Minute. And we'll be back tomorrow as we go further into the night on the Into the Night Minute. Do we thank you or what? I say I fall in the or what category? 